Hey, I am Hanan. And I am Steluza. And you're listening to the Path to Resilience podcast. Here we connect you with global thought leaders. You can listen to their stories and learn from their experiences. We are both professional coaches who believe in change, the change that empowers and lifts others. We believe in being authentic. That's why we invite leaders who are comfortable with talking from the heart. We also believe in the power of the mind and how it can improve your health, your relationships, and your performance. Whether you want to make a positive change in your life or upgrade your vision, this is the place for you to be. Thank you for connecting. Good morning, Steluta. How are you? Good morning, Hannah. I'm good. Thank you. How are you? Yeah. Good morning. Good afternoon. Good evening. Wherever you are, we're happy to have you among us today. So, uh, the subject of today is forgiveness. I know, Steluta, this is a subject very dear to you, right? <laughs> yes, that's true. And I'm really happy that we got about talking about forgiveness today. Because uh, I think in the path, on the path of developing the skill of resilience, there are so many tools and so many ways that we can help build the skill of resilience. And I, I do believe strongly that forgiveness is one of them. So I'm really happy to talk yeah. about that. Yes, so yes. for all of you guys who are new to us or who are watching us here, my name is Teluta Leo. Uh, my co-host today is Hanane Anoa. We are both professional coaches. Uh, I, help, I help people uh, overcome imposter syndrome, develop self-leadership and cope with life challenges. Hanan will introduce herself. If you're new to us, please give us a thumbs up. If you're watching us on YouTube, please subscribe to our channel, follow us and wait until the end because we have cool content to share with you today about yeah, building resilience. Nice. Thank you. Thank you, Saluta. Well, for me, uh, my mission is to inspire people to change from inside out. And this is something really, uh, I've seen stories of growth just by being aware of, of many things that, ma that matter to them. I help people grow resilient, see the good within themselves and find the energy to go for what they really want. So I just want to have a, make a wrap up of the last episode. Uh, last time we talked about the importance of having clear goals and the relationship between clear goals with resilience. And we all know that uh, when we have clear goals, we are more focused and less disrupted. And of course, there are a long process that we talked about in order to make a clear goal, because the, the major point was really focusing on what we really want and not what we don't want. And try to identify all the disruption around us and then trying to avoid it or create um, activities or um, to go more focused on what we want. So yeah, and today we're going to talk about forgiveness and how forgiveness can be really uh, a life-shifting uh, process and a healing process. So. 
Uh, this is funny because whenever I talk about forgiveness, I always have these reactions from people. Oh, what? Forgiving the person? No way! Uh, I always have this kind of reactions. And from there, I understood that there are a lot of misconceptions about forgiveness. And that's why today I would like to start by defining what forgiveness is not. So for <laughs> forgiveness is not about reconciliation, as it doesn't require an apology from all parties. Forgiveness is not uh, giving up on your rights or letting go of all uh, possible um, uh, I mean, uh, possible needed uh, justice. Forgiveness is not about, uh, 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 I mean, letting, uh, how can I say it? It's not about um, allowing the person back uh, into your life. Uh, forgiveness, it's not about forgetting the lesson. So forgiveness may not change the past but can really shift your perspectives about what's coming next. Forgiveness is, is really, it gives you a new vision of life. It gives you positive energy and it, it just makes you move on on what really uh, makes you feel bad and, and so on. And forgiveness encompasses many, many things at the same time. Uh, forgiveness is about self it's, it's about acceptance first. It's accepting what happened, accepting where you are. Without acceptance, you cannot forgive and move on. Acceptance, I mean, uh, we all need somehow to accept that we can make mistakes, that we can take the right decision, the wrong decisions, that we can trust the wrong people. We, we all need that because we are not perfect. But people sometimes they go with this illusion of the of being perfect, and then they they would like to control every single thing, and they, that's why they don't move on. So acceptance is something really uh, uh, interrelated to forgiveness. The second thing uh, uh, is uh, ac uh, forgiveness is also about emotional regulation, and when we talk about emotional regulation, we also talk about emotional awareness. Is is the capacity to uh, turn into the emotion and to feel the emotions of the hurt, of what happened, whatever is the emotion, and trying to release that emotion. This is a great skill, believe me. I mean, uh, what happens sometimes is that we are so in the emotion and then uh, on the hurt that we forgot to stop and try to listen to what we are feeling and what we are nurturing on a daily basis. And this requires a lot of awareness, a lot of mindfulness. So uh, again, uh, forgiveness is about empathy and compassion. Empathy is, is, uh, is the, the ability to connect and try to understand from others' perspective and uh, and and uh, and the compassion is moving into action and trying to do something about it. You see, uh, in my case, I had a lot of stories of medical deceptions. You see, and then I spent many years like feeling hurt, feeling uh, uh, feeling that it was unfair, unfair to me, and why this will happen, and and so on. So empathy is just trying to connect with that person, even the person you don't know it, know him or her, 
and try to see maybe this person did his best or her best. And maybe uh, th there was nothing to do more than what I received as a treatment. Empathy, just uh, putting uh, yourself in other shoes and try to understand what happened. And you see sometimes, and I think Staluta, you may agree with me, sometimes it's not, everyone will always see things from their perspective. We may feel hurt and the other person also will feel hurt at the same time. And it's not about who is more, but it's just about moving on. Yeah. You see, sometimes we, we need to do this uh, inner reflection and then just move on. And another thing about forgiveness is about taking full responsibility and shifting perspective. You see, I mean, you own the emotion. You don't suppress it. You don't ignore it because most of the, most of the time we try to ignore what we are feeling or we make ourselves very busy or, or making ourselves that we are strong and we don't need to stop at this. But when you don't stop, and try to understand and try to connect with that emotion. You just keep suppressing and ignoring it until one day it's, it's really, uh, it makes a lot of mental and physical impact on you. It's like anything at home. You ignore it, it, it stops functioning as normal. You ignore it, you keep ignoring it until there is nothing to repair, you see? And I love, I love this story of Nelson Mandela. I mean, of course, there is nothing to love about his story. I mean, I loved his reaction when he left uh, prison. And after 27 years in prison, when he left, he started talking about forgiveness and giving up on resentment. It's really very powerful. And this is how we heal ourselves, by moving on, by accepting where we are, by take, owning our emotions and taking full responsibility and then just shifting our perspective. And I, I would like to ask you, Staluta, how forgiveness helped you in your life really to grow and heal yourself? I, I know that every single person has a story and uh, I don't want to, I, I, I just want to emphasize that forgiveness, it doesn't involve only like romance relationship. It can happen at the professional uh, workplace. It can happen between nations. It can happen at all levels. We, for, we need to forgive our siblings. We need to forgive maybe our colleagues. We need to forgive our friends, our partners. I mean, forgiveness involves a lot of aspects in our life, and that's why we, we, we need to be just aware where, who, who are the people who need, to for, who need to forgive. So tell us about you, how forgiveness helped you to move on and uh, build like a, a life of peace that you have mm -hmm. right now. Yeah, sure. But before, <clears throat> sorry, before I do that, before I answer your question, I wanted to emphasize a thing that forgiveness is an inner process. It has to do with other people or with yourself, but it is an inner process, right? So in the process of forgiveness, when you're working on forgiving some, someone, or there is another aspect of forgiveness, forgiving yourself, right? It's an internal process. You don't need, it doesn't need to be an externalized thing. There, you don't need to go and apologize necessarily to a person and, or, ask 
them to apologize to you or to tell them, you know, I forgive you or anything. It's just an internal process. It's an, as Hanan said, it's taking hold, taking responsibility, becoming aware of what's going on within yourself on an emotional plane and also at a physical level and releasing that. And um, because you spoke about awareness, I just wanted to add that we had an entire episode on awareness. I'm going to link the episode here and you'll also be finding the link to the show in the description below. So going back to forgiveness, how it's helped me. So I shared with you that I have a history of childhood sexual abuse. I also come from a, a, a troubled childhood. So I had two fathers. I'm going to be sharing this story with you, right? So I had my biological father, whom my mom divorced when I I was four. And I had a stepdad who raised me and whom I loved and whom I talk about as being my dad. So when I refer to my dad, I talk about my dad. But my parents also, so my mom uh, separated Mm -hmm. from my stepdad when I was 15. So I entered my teenage years when I needed some male guidance and a a masculine father figure and somebody to protect me, I felt like when I was, Mm -hmm. um, I didn't know what was going on within myself, you know, emotionally, physically, with all the changes and everything. So I felt like I needed somebody. And I was really furious at, at both my dads because I felt like despite the fact that I had two dads, none of them was present there for me when I needed them. So I, I lived my life with this very heavy internal uh, pattern of thinking, of blaming both of them for leaving me. Mm-hmm. Though, you know, life is complicated and they didn't leave me. It was There were choices that were done between them and my mom, so it had nothing to do with me. And... This was really heavy on me because it impacted the way I showed up in my relationships as well, in my marriage and in in the trust that I showed to other people as well. So when I became aware of that, it actually Mm -hmm. happened in a meditation, during a meditation. And this is something that I would really love to talk about one day. They have a topic about Mm -hmm. uh, mindfulness and mindful meditation. So when I had the, uh, the uh, awareness, when this came to my conscious mind that I need to forgive what happened because I cannot move on like that. I cannot. It affects my relationships. And when I started the process, it literally shifted. I felt an inner shift. And mm-hmm. I don't know if you want to share the what I did, for example, as a process of, of, to yeah, forgive. I can absolutely. share that as well. But what I can tell you is that it really made a huge difference. And I think the thing that I felt, it was both emotional and it was physical. It was as if a really heavy burden has been mm-hmm. lifted off my shoulders because I felt like my entire life I was dragging my feet forward with a heavy weight around my ankle. You know, like I, yeah. I felt like I was in prison. So yeah. when I did the process and I did the process, I started with my biological dads. When I did the process of forgiving my biological dad for whatever wrongs I thought he did to me, mm-hmm. I literally felt free. Yeah, And it was 
so powerful because it shifted the way I felt internally. I felt internally, but it also shifted the way I looked at men in my life, right? Because mm -hmm. there was a huge association that I created because of these negative feelings, right? So well, just talking uh, about it right now is a great, uh, it creates a great shift in your mind also. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. And it's literally, as I said, it's an internal process. And for me, what I did was, and I think you also prepared something like that for today, right? Um, I wrote a letter and it was a letter that I wrote to my biological dad and I did the same process with other people with my uh, stepdad as well and with other people that I felt uh, did me wrong um, it was literally a letter that I wrote in which not only that I shared what I felt all the mm -hmm. wrongs that I felt my biological dad uh, did to me and he might not he, I'm sure that he was not even aware of those things. So it yeah. has nothing to do with them. As I said, it's an internal process. And not only that, so not only that I, I downloaded on the paper, on that piece of paper, everything that I felt he did wrong for me. I also shared what I, I wish he had done for me. So I recreated a vision in my head of how I wished things would have unfolded. And I think this is crucially when you're going through the process, you know, having a vision of how you wish, you know, expressing what you wish that person had done or had not done that helped me move forward. And mm -hmm. once I did that, um, this was for me, it was a really powerful process to go through. I remember lying in my bed and writing, I think I wrote like seven pages, like A4 pages of things that I was holding on to mm -hmm. internally. And after, I remember like I was crying rivers. It was so powerful to me. Yeah, I felt yeah. like a, a flood of emotions being released out of uh -huh. myself. And after that, I, I burned uh, the letter. So I went into a safe place and I literally burned the letter and I felt peace and I feel peace. I feel peace with him and now I can think about him in a loving and peaceful way. And I'm grateful because I know that without him, I wouldn't have been a human being in this world. And the experiences that I was uh, exposed to when I was a child were part of my shaping as a human being and of the way I am now yeah. as an adult, right? So it really helped me create a new relationship with my dad in though he, he passed away many years ago so I, I did this process though he was passed away yeah. but it helped me find peace it helped me release a lot of the tension that I was holding on to physically it helped me release a lot of, a lot of the tension that I was holding on to and the pain that I was feeling emotionally and it helped me show up in my relationships in a different way mm -hmm. being, oh. re releasing that because I think, you know, that there are studies that show that um, when we're holding on to negative emotions, it's not only the emotion in itself that affects us. It's also, it shows at a physical level, the body keeps the score. There is a, 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 a book also written on the topic. So our body is more tensed. Our cortisol levels are higher. Uh, our blood rate, uh, blood uh, 
heart rate is higher, blood pressure is higher. So our body is under a stress, a constant stress when we are holding on to negative emotions. Oh, yeah. So releasing and forgiving, it's part of coming back to a better health state as well and a wellness, finding yeah. wellness within ourselves and for, for, the, for ourselves. And it affects everything in our lives. When you Absolutely. are balanced and when you are good in your life, you show up differently in relationships. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, thank you. Thank you, Steluta, for sharing this uh, deep uh, story. I can, uh, I can relate to that even if our stories are different. You see, I spent my whole life uh, keeping resentment and some kind of uh, outrage towards all the, the, these doctors and uh, these medical deceptions that I had. And you see, now that I'm talking about it, I, I, I still remember, but of course, uh, the emotions, the, the, uh, the, this negative emotions has gone. I mean, this experience that I had uh, after a long story of pain that lasted more than five years, and I and I was advised to go to this hospital in Boston, which was considered like one of the prestigious hospitals in the world. And I had this very bad treatment from of this doctor, and I, I, I still remember exactly what he told me after four months of going back and forth. And he told me, you are not my patient. You are my inherited mistakes of other doctors. Wow. And that was a teaching hospital. And he was with his students. And I heard that. I was like, what? Why do I need to hear that from someone who is supposed to show empathy and uh, understanding? And I was, I was young. And I didn't know how to handle that emotion. And you see, and for many, many years, I kept remembering that situation. And then I felt just hate toward that doctor. I, you see, and you see the hate when you uh, remember the situation and you keep nurturing the same emotions, you see what happens? You keep attracting also the same situations because the mind doesn't distinguish between the imagination and reality. So when you are thinking about the same situation, you are also picturing the same situation in your mind and imagining again and again what happened. And then, and this is exactly what happened. I kept <laughs> attracting more deceptions in my life because I, I was unable to just to, to move on. And that's why I would like to uh, talk about a process that I myself followed in order to move on. Because moving on is just, it's not ignoring, because this is exactly what I was doing. I was just ignoring. Whenever I feel like I, I remember the situation, and I, I had a lot of them. This is not just one example among others. So whenever I remember the situation, you know what I do? I just try to ignore it, suppress it. Like, okay, I'm strong. I can handle it. Uh, and sometimes I will keep myself busy and I, whenever I have this thought that crosses my mind, I will try just to, to, just to ignore it. Like I am thinking that I am stronger by ignoring it. And the fact that it's the opposite, you are hurting yourself more when you ignore the situation, when you suppress the emotion, but when you turn toward the emotion and try to label what you are feeling and define that hurt and maybe even the intensity of the hurt, it helps you better.
So the first process is just to connect with the emotion. And as Saluta said, we don't need to involve the person because that person, you may never see him or her again. And it doesn't involve any apology or reconciliation. It's an internal process and that needs repetition and practice because you may do that once and it may not uh, work in the first day. And that's why repetition, the mind itself works with repetition. In order to find the peace of mind that you want, you need to repeat that process many times. So connect with the emotion, identify or label, recognize the emotion that you have. And that's okay. I mean, uh, maybe, maybe there is also exaggeration, I would say. Sometimes we label the emotion and then <clears throat> because that emotion is also the, the, the result of the thoughts we developed regarding that story. So try to be objective. I mean, uh, a lot of people, they would consider they've been hurt for such, such reason. But in fact, it's their mind and misinterpretation of the situation that made them feel bad. So you see, and maybe from the other person's perspective, he did nothing. So just try to distinguish between the emotion. <clears throat> and if that emotion is the result of the thoughts you nurture or the thoughts you develop in regards to the story you, you, you experienced in the past. And then <clears throat> once you label the emotion, try to release it. There are different ways people can release these emotions. Uh, Staluta talked about the letter. Um, I personally uh, tried to write about my pain. And this is, uh, this is when I started in 2017 writing my articles about my experience with pain. Even this, my first article I remember was about this uh, experience in Boston. And that was a great, really, release. You see, the moment I posted this article, I don't know, but it, it, in my mind, it just, it was like something that I got rid of it. And I repeated that every day. I kept just writing on the things that I, I didn't like and the things that hurted me. And that's a great way to release that tension. And the letter, I mean, I, I, I just want to share like an example of the things that you can write. To, like today I decided, I decided to release all the tension and to forgive the person. And you can write the name of the person. And... I also wish for her or for him all the best, peace, love, and happiness. And I, I choose to forgive and blah, 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 whatever. I mean, whatever it comes to your mind, but just write it down. When you put the words, uh, when you release the emotion and you put it into uh, words, it's, it's another level of releasing the emotion. And then repeat. Repetition is very important. Uh, because the repetition, it, you, you, this way your mind recognizes this shift of perspectives and help you create new uh, emotions and new thoughts in your mind. So yeah, we, uh, we have 86,400 seconds in a day. Can you imagine that? <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to say thoughts and I was like where did you get a number from <laughs> I was yeah 86,400 uh, seconds in a day 
And we every day have a choice, either to focus on the hurt. And guess what? The more you focus on the hurt, the more you get more of it and the more you attract also more uh, bad opportunities or maybe just sad situations where, uh, which can also uh, 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 trigger more pain and hurt. And, or we have a choice to focus on the good, on the learning. Okay, you had a bad experience uh, that hurted you somehow. Uh, it was unfair, yes, but you cannot control it and you cannot change it. But you can change the way you perceive it and the way you look at it. And this is what will help you move on. This is amazing. I mean, I mean, if I didn't forgive, I would not be here talking about forgiveness. Yes. Forgiveness is not a weakness, by the way. It's not, uh, it's, uh, a lot of people like to tell, what? Forgive that person? No way. I mean, this is not, this is not like a competition. Like, a, I'm just wondering what we would uh, have if that person from the other side come to you and tell you, I am sorry, I hurted you. Do you really need to hear that? Do you really need to hear, I'm sorry that I <laughs> hurted you in order to forgive that person? You don't need that. Well, sometimes we need that. It would be nice to have it, but it's not yes. always possible. In most cases, it's not possible. So it would be really cool to hear from you guys. Yeah. You know, if you've ever done this process of forgiving, doing if you've went through this process and if you did, how did it feel for you after that? How did you um, feel you, uh, how did you feel it changed your life after that? Right? Because I see Shahid uh, texted us and he said that, that he's been there and seen at the professional level, personally and professionally, we have to let it go and free ourselves, right? So it frees us. So we'd really love to hear from you guys. If you went through this forgiveness process, uh, how did it feel for you? And what type of, you know, uh, process did you use? Did you use a letter? Did you use prayer? Did you use metta, loving kindness meditation? What kind of process did you use to, to forgive somebody else or maybe forgive yourself? Because this is another aspect that we, we talked about. And I think it's really important learning to forgive ourselves mm -hmm. for the things that we hold against ourselves. Absolutely. Forgiving ourselves is the first thing. <laughs> To start with, yeah, we would love to hear from you. And um, would you like to add something, Saluta? No, just uh, I think we need to wrap up because <laughs> we are at the end of our time. So, <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I the, the last thing that I would like to say is that uh, forgiveness is really a, a kind of uh, self care and self love that we can offer ourselves because. Uh, we try to improve our relation with everyone and we, we seek to please everyone, but rarely we seek to improve our relationship with ourselves. And the first thing to start with, if we would like to uh, be happier, is to start by releasing these negative emotions and, and, and forgiveness, which has tremendous, tremendous impact on our health. People who don't forgive have a lot of <clears throat> a lot of uh, problems of anxiety and depression and it can even go further 
I mean, I, I remember this research that I read uh, about unforgiveness. A lot of cases of cancer uh, stem from unforgiveness. Yeah. Because when you don't forgive, uh, um, it impacts your whole immune system. And exactly. it makes you just feel uh, grudgy and, and hate. And it doesn't help. We and need in more the body, love. it really the body keeps the score. So there's a lot of research yeah. that shows that at a physical level we keep all these negative emotions and it affects us. And I really love what Ibrahim uh, wrote in the comments that forgiveness is a display of strength. So many people, because as you said, Hannah, many people think it's a sign of weakness. It's actually a sign of strength. It's taking of control mm -hmm. of your power. Because when you don't forgive a person, when you hold grudges against a person, you are giving your power away to that person. So a lot of your energy, actually, instead of going towards your growth and towards your developing the life that you want for yourself, you're actually giving away your energy and your power to that person because mm -hmm. you are in there. You know, you're just focusing on that person that, oh, yes. that they did to you. So thank you, Brahim, for, for texting, for, for commenting this. It is indeed a sign of strength. It's not mm -hmm. a sign of weakness, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. So let's uh, forgive ourselves. Let's, let's start forgive. with that. <laughs> yeah. Let's forgive others, either a friend, a partner, a colleague. Let's move on. Let's, the, let's learn the skills of forgiveness because this is what makes us humans and this is what enables us to evolve. We don't evolve by being greedy and then uh, being in hate. We evolve because we learn the skills of forgiveness and uh, the, we just embrace who we are without any hate, without any grudge, without anything. It's amazing. It frees ourselves, James said. It frees ourselves, forgiveness. That's true. It, free, it frees ourselves to grow and to be the persons that we want to become and to give the people that we love and we care about the life that they deserve and that we want to give to them. Yeah. Right? When you show up, as you're with your highest self, when you show up free of whatever is holding you back, it's yeah. you give we were your, born the gift, free. Yeah, we were you born give free. the gift of yourself and of your life to the world and to the people that you really exactly. care about. Yeah. And I think we all came into this world, and most of us are, I think, we all want to do amazing things and to make a difference in the world and to change at least something in somebody's life and to have an influence and impact. I think by forgiving and freeing ourselves, we can gradually become those people that we want to become that can make a difference, that can change this world for a better place, right? Mm -hmm. So thank you, James. Thank you for bringing this up. Yeah, thank you, James. Thank you uh, for every person connected with us today. And then uh, uh, keep connecting with us. Uh, we will have more subjects in the coming weeks. And we will have also guests who will join us and share their stories of pain, uh, their stories of resilience. If you have any story you would like to share, please connect with us. And then we would love to have you among us. And thank you. Thank you, guys. And thank you, Carlos, for the book that he's sharing. Uh, it's called Resentment to Forgiveness, A Gateway to Happiness. Thank you for sharing that. So, guys, besides looking up the book that Carlos is recommending, recommending please follow us on social media, connect with us. If you want to chat with us, feel free to reach out to us. Also, feel free to follow us on YouTube. We have a new YouTube channel in which we're posting all these shows. 
uh, one week uh, with a week delay. So um, reach out to us. Have an awesome rest of your week and see you next week with another episode.